0: hello you guys welcome back to open your own door podcast we just had the most technical difficulties like ever but that's just the story <laughs> of my life it just took us literally it's eleven twenty-nine. lauren got here at 11 o'clock <laughs> if that tells you guys anything but today i'm super excited to have lauren on our podcast episode i am basically going to do like a little Q&A with her. I have questions written down in my notes. Um, but if you guys don't know, Lauren is a massage therapist in Redlands and she has recently gone solo or I don't know how recent, but Lauren's going to get into all of, the, all of the details for you guys. Um, so we're just going to talk a little bit about Lauren's journey, and if you guys are listening and you guys have ever been interested in becoming a massage therapist, or you just want to hear all the details about being in this industry, um, this is going to be a good episode for you guys. So I am going to pass the mic to Lauren Mm -hmm. and let her just give kind of an intro of herself, and then we'll get into the the nitty-grit.
1: Oh, I love that. (laughs) Okay, so where to begin? Oh my gosh. So I guess... Um, to give a little backstory, I started my massage program, uh, <laughs> I broke my ankle and had surgery, uh, uh in Argentina
0: oh and my gosh.
1: yeah, it was really gnarly. And so when I came back to the States, I was working at Ulta at the time and, you know, without putting too much shade on Ulta, they weren't willing to give me modified work for my injury so I had to leave that job and at the time I had just started dating Alex the first time oh my god and he was like you've always wanted to do this let's just go and sign you up and I was still in my boot from <laughs> surgery like I couldn't drive myself so he had to drive me a
0: die. and yeah
1: and he was just like let's just do it he's like You can't be afraid. He's like, why are you going to try to fight for a job that doesn't want to fight to keep you? And I was like, you know, you're right. And so we went and we signed up and I literally started the program while I was still in my boot. I was like, we're just going to do this. We're just going to go all out. (laughs) Oh,
0: my God. How was that? Was
1: that like painful to be doing? It was it was pretty rough. Um, I don't remember walking being very painful. I think I had been off my feet for so long that I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't care anymore. I was like, I'm just going to go for it. (laughs) and I got a really nice boot in Argentina. So it was just like, all right, I'm just going to do this, I guess, with this huge Frankenstein leg. And they let me, they let me join, and I started. So it was whatever.
0: They're like, do your hands work. Yeah. Okay, Mm -hmm. good.
1: And it was actually a blessing because when I got to the States, they they told me that I didn't need physical therapy. So I actually got a lot of physical therapy from my tutor in my program. So that was like a blessing because I probably wouldn't have gotten a lot of my mobility back if it wasn't for her but that was in 2016. And I think I believe I believe I finished my program late 2016 early 2017 and I started I I think I was oh yeah, I was hired at a spot not far from here before I graduated. They they were looking to hire someone else but they were like oh we're not ready so they're like hey this my stu- my fellow classmate is doing really well and she's ready to work do you guys want to hire her it was so bizarre i was like you're really going to pass up a job like yeah. why are you going to do that so well, for good reason so <laughs> i worked i worked at a few places before i relocated for a promotion at a massage envy in temecula at the time i was living in eastville mm-hmm. so i was commuting like
0: that's like an hour yeah that's a drive Mm -hmm.
1: and I was they were trying to promote me like a year after I started so I was like all right I was like I guess I'm moving yeah and then I moved out there and I was there for five years and I did all of the things there and I don't really yeah that was quite a journey but (laughs) yeah that's where I started and I was at yeah corporate massage envy for about five years as a lead massage therapist before I relocated back down here with Alex.
0: Wow. So, when you were in Argentina, were you living out there? No,
1: I <laughs> I went on vacation and oh. I fell and I and I broke my ankle like ugly, oh really ugly, gosh. and they're like we can't let you fly back. <gasps> so, my 12-day vacation turned into I think I was there for six or eight weeks, something Ooh, like that. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. And they're like, we, you should stay. You should stay for physical therapy. And I was, like, so antsy in my pantsy to get back home. I yeah. should have stayed because out there, uh, because of the, the health care system out there, if I had applied for my Argentinian citizenship, which I could have, it would have been totally free. Um, but oh. because I wasn't a citizen, I think I paid maybe, like, five grand total and they were going to do physical therapy for free. I should have stayed, but everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, I went out there for vacation.
0: And what? and you know what?
1: It, and that trip completely changed my life. Like, breaking my ankle changed my life. I was like, I'm done doing all this nonsense. Like, I'm done working at jobs that don't appreciate me, and I'm done doing things that I don't really want to do. Like, what am I doing yeah. with my life? It was such a crazy – I think around that time – to get a little woo-woo on you. I think it was my Saturn return. So it makes a lot of sense when I look back on it. But yeah, that was like a huge pivotal moment for me. And then I started dating Alex. And he's like, why don't you just I'm get so into supportive. massage therapy? Yeah, even back then, he was like, why don't you just do it? And I was like, all right. He's like, yes, sir. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going <laughs> to succeed or not. But I guess we're not going to be scared. And we're just going to do it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was crazy. That was a crazy year. So many, so many. It was a crazy year. You had like a pre-COVID year honestly like, yeah like that was because
0: that sounds like just as crazy as some people's mm-hmm. experiences during covid
1: yeah it was really gnarly it, and it was yeah like to be in a place so far from home and it was such a it's such a different like i I don't want to say i want to say that it is third world country mm-hmm. but it's a completely different place yeah it's like the culture is completely different everything that they do is different so i was yeah. like okay and I was so, like, they don't do pain medication over there. Oh, my God. So I had surgery, and I was, like, in and out of a cast because they didn't think my ankle was broken at first. So they put me in a cast, and then they took me back to have that like, more x-rays done. And I was like, no, my guy, like, that's broken right there in two places. Like, that's for sure broken. And they're like, yeah, we had our, we had our top – osteo doctors look at your x-rays and yeah it's broken i'm like i yeah i could have told you that so <laughs> like, you should have shown me the first time yeah that it's very clearly broken in two places so they're like yeah we can't let you fly back. fly back they won't clear you to fly like that because oh. if you go back they will probably have to re-break your ankle in california yeah. and reset it and then like yeah it was just all of these things <laughs> oh i was like okay i guess we're staying wow and luckily i have family over there so I spent eight weeks with people that I had never met before, but it was all my family. So it was kind of like a very bizarre, divine situation to have happened. I yeah. got to know a lot of family that I probably otherwise wouldn't have really known. Yeah. And a few people have passed away since then. So it was a very interesting. Wow. Yeah, it was very interesting the way that all of that happened.
0: Talk about everything happens for a Dude, reason. Dude, yeah.
1: I was like, all right, I'm just going to go with the flow. That's, when, that's literally the time of my life when I was just like, I'm just going to. Yeah. This is just what's happening. Yeah. I'm 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 at the mercy of life and I'm just going to go with the flow <laughs> and see what happens.
0: So I guess you that basically answers my how did you get started as a massage therapist?
1: Um, kind of or kind was there of. more was there like well, a bigger I mean I've always I don't know if I've always wanted to be a massage therapist, but I know that like the biggest the 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 biggest I think motivator behind it my stepmom would come home uh we the, my family owns a trucking company oh okay and so she's like COO or something like that just uh-huh. a, a level under my grandfather and she would come home and she would be so stressed and she suffered a lot from migraines and she'd be like Lauren can you please just like squeeze my shoulders oh. and so when I was over there I was like rubbing her hands and rubbing her shoulders and she's like man you're really good at this like maybe you should be a massage therapist one day and I was like eh. as yeah. a kid like uh, you're just you're just talking nonsense it's just because I'm just inherently strong Uh or whatever but I don't know that kind of always stuck with me in the back of my head and then I don't know what what brought it back up like in my adult life but I I must have talked about it or said something to Alex because he's like well why don't you do it but I was always afraid of investing that kind of money into trade school
0: Mm mhm
1: yeah, but he he was just like, you should just do it. So I guess, yeah, that is probably where the big pivot was, yeah. was around that time. Like the seed has always been planted, right. but that was kind of like the big moment where I was like, okay, what am I going to do yeah. with myself? Because yeah. I'm unhappy, I'm not making any money, and clearly I don't have any support from this company, so yeah. what am I going to do with myself to take care of myself? And, yeah, I guess that was, you're right, the moment that I was like, okay, this is what I'm this gonna is do. It. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that. Lit- I feel like you're literally describing so many people's realities during 2020, but it yeah. just happened to you in 2016. Yeah, 2016, <laughs> 2017. Mm-hmm.
1: Because just a few years earlier.
0: Yeah, and unfortunately, yours was at the hand of a company just being very negligent and like not wanting. Yeah, to Yeah, really
1: weird, help. very bizarre. Because I was like, I'm willing to work, but like I need to be able to. Like it's doctor's orders. Like they don't want me on my feet all day. Yeah. So what do you want me to do? But yeah, say love you. It is what it is. It was the motivation and the push that I needed to because, yeah, getting into massage therapy changed my life. Like, it literally – it took where I was, and I was in, like, such a dark place, Mm -hmm. and I was depressed, and I was sad, and I was, like, lost, like, more lost than I had ever been in my life. And Mm -hmm. then I joined that program, and mind you, I still had no idea what I was doing because (laughs) – I, I had no r- real education. Like in school, they didn't make us take biology or anatomy, so I went into it knowing nothing really. Yeah. Just that I was strong, and someone said that I might be good at it. So I was like, okay, We're and I kind of, <laughs> yeah, I kind of had a pension, a pension for helping people. So I was like, maybe I can do it, and it, it, it literally. It, it changed my life. This field changed my life.
0: I think it's so crazy to think about there was ever a point where you weren't doing this because I, knowing you, this is all you've done for our entire relationship. Yeah. And you just seem like someone who's meant for this
1: career. Girl, I did so many, so many ridiculous <laughs> jobs like all the classic young people jobs, like yeah. serving, retail. Mm-hmm. I worked at Hollister, <laughs> I worked at the YMCA. I've done so many bizarre jobs. Yeah. That, yeah. When people find out that I had done all of it, like they could, people could swear that I've been doing this all my life. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm actually fairly green still. <laughs> what is it? Only six years? Five years? Yeah. But yeah, That's it feels still like a long yeah, it feels like I've done too. it forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It
0: goes by so fast too, mm-hmm. especially when you love what
1: you're doing. Oh, dude.
0: When you're obsessed with your career path, it and it no longer feels like you're working mm, yes it makes such a difference
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's been very it's been very accelerated like ever since i made the choice it's just been like yeah like just up 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 that's super so fast good. movement mm-hmm.
0: that's so good so i we kind of touched on what you did before so you you did all of the typical jobs mm. of a young person trying mm. to figure it out mm-hmm. did you ever go the college route did you ever go oh to- heck
1: yeah I went to Mount SAC for I think a full year. I think I was there for a full year, and I was like, "Yeah, no, <laughs>
0: this is not for yeah, me. Yeah, it
1: is not for me." And don't get me wrong, like I love learning. I love learning. Like I'm so ge- I'm so jealous that Alex is going back to school. I'm <laughs> like secretly I'm gonna do all your homework, but it was. It, it was just like... It felt so pointless. Like, I felt like I had no direction. I was just taking classes that I could take because I had, like, lame registration dates mm-hmm. and whatever. And I was like, no, this... That also, yeah, didn't feel good for me. And, and I... I quit shortly after I started. I was like, nah, this is... I need to be working, girl. I need to be making money. This is... Your girl doesn't have any, like, money sitting around to pay for college. So I was, like, wasting money on all of these classes that I really didn't need. And I was like, no, I need to, like, be doing something with my life. So it was... Yeah, that didn't last very long. Yeah. (laughs) The college route didn't last very long.
0: Same here. I did it for far too long because I look back and I'm like, wow, I invested so much time and money into going... Yeah, I feel like
1: a lot of us did that. Yeah,
0: and I had no direction. Mm -hmm. I was just... Oh, this class is available. I'll take it. I'll mm-hmm. sign up for it. Does mm-hmm. it go towards my my degree? I mm-hmm. don't even know what that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not mm-hmm. even sure what degree I want to get. But I'm just gonna keep going to school because that's what
1: they told I was us that we should do. To do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. My parents were like, "You need to go to college." Yep. I'm like, "But I also need to work because y'all aren't paying for college. Right. So what's going on? <laughs> what What is the right thing to do here? Right. I think a big thing it's really
0: scary for parents to sit back and be like, okay, don't go to college because some kids will don't go to college and just fuck off
1: Mm -hmm. and like not not do anything. anything. Mm -hmm.
0: But when you have parents that, I mean, even without it, like, you had parents that were telling you to go to college and likewise I had parents too, but we still went a different route and succeeded. Mm-hmm. But if like parents have faith in their kids and are able to just know, like even though they don't go to college and they don't get a degree, they're still going to be successful yes. in life mm-hmm. and whatever they do decide to pursue, they're going to make it work.
1: Mm-hmm. That's just You don't have to go to college to be successful just so you know.
0: Period. Period. <laughs>
1: Period. Enough said.
0: Yes. I, I think it's just crazy that so many people
1: are programmed that way still. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. It's, it's the truth. Like some, some professions, like if you're really passionate about it and like, if you want to get in the medical field and that's your jam and like, you're super passionate about that and you know that you're ready for that kind of thing. Like, yeah, unfortunately you got to do at least four years of hard college. And you know, if that's your jam and if that's your path, then by all means do the thing. But like, if that doesn't light you up, The way that it needs to in order to make that level of investment financially and with your time and the commitment that it's going to take, like, don't – I tell people all the time, don't waste your time doing something that your parents think that you should do. Like, my mom (laughs) – when I told my mom that I was going to massage therapy school, she was like – are you sure you don't want to be a nurse? <laughs> and I was like, mm, I don't think I want to be a nurse, mom. Like, if, I, I'm good.
0: You're like, and how do those correlate? <laughs> yeah, like, mom,
1: you're a nurse, and you're kind of miserable. Like, I, I think I'm good. And yeah, it, you don't need to go to
0: college. No. You don't need to do it. No.
1: Just follow your heart. Yes. I and wish I had I wish I wish had done this. Like, I can't imagine where I would be now if I had started when I was afraid, like when I was truly afraid. Like, yeah. if I had just gotten into trade school when I had gone to, to Mount Sac, mm-hmm. I can't imagine where I would be at right now. Yeah. So, just do it. Just do it. Just don't go be for afraid. It.
0: Follow your passion.
1: Yeah. Don't be afraid of investing in yourself. It'll no. be the greatest. It'll be the greatest journey. It'll be the greatest investment that you ever make.
0: It literally will.
1: Mm-hmm. It literally will. So,
0: you worked for Massage Envy for a good period of time so what was that like and then what was that transition like to now you're solo so now you have no boss necessarily you you are your own boss <laughs> and that's a huge
1: that's yeah, a huge, a huge step. undertaking so uh, i can't shit on massage enemy i can't shit on any of the corporate locations because it really it you really have to do your due diligence and if you're gonna go and work for one of the brick and mortar companies or the corporate companies you just have to find the right team. So when I left my program I was like I'm never working for Massage JV I'm not doing that nonsense because I had heard all of the horror stories mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. but. When I exited my program, I had got a I had gotten a job at this place, and it was very purposeful. I met someone that I was supposed to meet along my journey, and I'm still very, very good friends with her. She actually is a massage therapist in Red, in Riverside, and she's wonderful, Mama oh, that's Santee.
0: Awesome.
1: So I that that portion of my life was very purposeful. I had met a very important person, but I went from that place to God. I think I was working. I don't know. I think I was working at one more place, but. When I tell you that the way that I landed at this Massage Envy location, it was so divine. I remember I was at this little small location, and it was on my birthday, and the the owner of this location did me really ugly, and I was like, you know what? I was praying. I was like, I need to find a location that is going to treat me well. I need to find a location that is going to respect me. Like I, need, I was like, Spirit, please, I need you to send me to somewhere that is going to treat me with respect and is going to help me to do this like I need to be somewhere that's going to help me do this and I swear to god girl like the next day I don't even remember if I had applied to any to to a massage envy I might have submitted an application like on their website portal but I didn't apply to anywhere specifically Mm -hmm. so it was so bizarre that literally I think it was like the next day or uh, the day following the manager from my location called me and was like hey we got your information. I don't remember how. And we would like to bring you in for an interview. We're in in the Temecula area. And I was like, ooh, that's far. Yeah. But let me just see. And I went and I interviewed. And the manager at that location, I'm pretty sure she's still the manager at that location. Bless her heart. I love her to death. She, I was like, oh, yes. I can work for you. Like, I can definitely work for you. She was so... She was an angel, and I'm sure she's still an angel, my little Gemini. She's wonderful. Ashley, if you ever come by this episode, I love you. <laughs> um, and I was like, you know what? I was like, I know I heard all of these horror stories, but she does not feel that way. Yeah. So I gave it a shot, and it accelerated my – it like, as soon as I got hired there, it was just, like, nonstop growth from there. Like, I think within the year, they promoted me to manager.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: And, yeah, and I was doing – front desk I was doing reception work I was doing all the administrative stuff I was training new therapists I was handling clients like I was opening and closing the clinic at one time I was the evening lead massage therapist so all of the issues that came in in the evening I was the one handling I was in my element girl like I was so confident in running that clinic during my shift and I loved my job and I loved my clients and I loved the staff and like if they needed something I was there to do it if they needed help at the front and I was available and I wasn't with clients I was up there helping them like it was it was such a great experience and I'm so glad that I didn't let the the drama and the noise stop me from taking that from taking that step because it was it was a huge step in my career like I got so much good training I got so much good experience and from having so many therapists in one place if you're getting into massage therapy you need to get worked on because that is where you're going to learn a lot of your skills by getting worked on by receiving massage that is like the biggest I think way for us to learn new skills is to receive them because then you know how it feels, and then you know what you want to offer to your clients. Absolutely. And I'm just so glad that I that I, that I I made that relocation, that I made that move, that I relocated, and that I took that job. Because I was there for five years, and I wouldn't have taken the job if it didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I would have ended up somewhere else. But life was just like, here, we're going to give you this gift, even though it, it's gonna it might be scary. But I had a... I had a really good experience with, with Massage Envy, and I will never not say that I had a good experience. But I know that a big part of that was because, because of that manager and because yeah. of that team and because of who she chose to hire for mm-hmm. her team. Like she, she knew what she was doing. She did, yeah. And she knew how to read people. And she hired, she hired amazing people. So it, it, I know that that's not the case for all Massage Envy locations. But if you can it's possible to, and it's a good place to get, to get practice in, and to get hours in, so you you can't shit on large corp massage, you just have to be very picky, and you have to be very firm with your boundaries, and you have to know that you need to, you're going to need to stand up for yourself, like you're going to have to ask for raises, and you're going to have to ask for respect, but if you do, it'll be a good experience, I think.
0: You have to get Comfortable with being uncomfortable.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is, like, like my <laughs> motto for
0: – I don't even know how many more years to It come. Forever. 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 <laughs> like, that is
1: a really good – that's a good place to be. Like, you have to be really good at being uncomfortable mm-hmm. and putting yourself in icky situations because good things will come from it. Like, Absolutely. I hated asking for raises, but you have to. Like, yeah. that's just the nature of – I think any job, really. Like, I don't think that that's just specific to massage. Like, you got to be okay with being like, look, like, I've done this extra – like, I was constantly going and, like, I went to Arizona to do stretch therapy and I took another course in Las Vegas for, like, joint structure therapy, rebalancing. Like, I put in – time effort and money and so because of that I wasn't afraid to be like hey like I have these things to offer like I'm going to need to be compensated for it and she knew that Mm -hmm. and she knew that and she respected that and it wasn't until she could no longer meet me where I was at that I was like okay I think it's time for me to step away Mm -hmm. because I've hit the ceiling here I don't think I can grow any further here and that's around the time where I came out here
0: wow yeah
1: it's been really crazy how things have lined up Ever since I started, ever since I started, things like
0: just happening for mm-hmm. you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah. When you when you do what you're supposed to do, I think that's just how it happens, mm-hmm. right? Like everything just figures it out. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna be along for the ride. Yeah. We're here for it. So
0: how's it been since you've been on your own? So now you're in a different area. So I'm sure that was scary Girl. in itself. <laughs>
1: When Alex asked me to move out here, so by the way, just give a little context to everyone, uh, I started dating a guy when I joined my m- massage program. He was the one that took me, and then we took a very long hiatus for the entire time I was out there. He and I stopped dating for five years, and then Oh my he, gosh, I had no idea. Oh, yeah, yeah. And <sighs> then he came back into my life- at the end of the pandemic and I was like, "Mm -mm. I'm not doing this with you. Like he was my white Buffalo girl. Like he was the one that got away. Like I was so bent out of shape and salty when that relationship didn't work so that when he came back around, I was like, "Mm -mm." I'm still bitter. Yeah. I'm still bitter. I'm still salty about all that, but I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. So we started dating, and it was, like, we picked up right where we left off. Like, it was a divine intervention. Like, we needed that break because as soon as we started dating again, it was just like, Craw! so he was like, hey, you're not happy over there. You know, they're not – you're not working as much as you should be. Why don't you move out here? He's like, we can figure it out. You'll find another job when you come out here. And I was like, that's true. So – Just like on a whim, girl, like my lease had happened to be up over there. I was like, let's just do it. So like I packed all my crap up and I moved and I actually got a job at a small location. That didn't work out. I was like, okay, I'm stressed. What am I going to do? I need to be working. So then I actually started working at a resort up the mountain and that was great. But I was like, I'm not going to go up there when it starts snowing. Like that's, that was my timeline. I was like, I need to figure it out down here before the snow starts to fall, because I'm not going to go up there, and I need to be working. Yeah, Like, I love, I, I, I felt so, it was so horrible during the pandemic, because I love my job so much, and not being able to see my clients, and not being able to work was just like, there was like, a huge part of me that was missing, so I was dying to get back to work, and it was so bizarre. I started, I started working for a company in Redlands, and I was essentially working for myself, and all kinds of other little things happen, like micro inconveniences and all this other all of these other things. And I was and Alex was just like, Lauren, why don't why are you bullshitting? Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: go into work for yourself. And I was like, but I'm afraid. Yeah. Like what if I fail? Like this like winter is coming. Like I don't have very much longer up here in the mountain. Like I, I need to figure it out. But girl, as soon as I made the decision to work for myself And I was, like, I'm going all in. I put my notice in at the resort, and it's just been, like, bam, boom, boom. Like, clients just – and word of mouth has just, like, you have been, like, a godsend. And, like, Allie, Redlands Barre girls, I fucking love you.
0: (laughs) They are phenomenal. Yeah,
1: it's just been, like – when I tell you that community before has been so toxic, like, Mm -hmm. trying to find community in the massage community is – it's kind of awful. It's, it's not
0: much better over here in the aesthetic yeah, tattoo it's, world. <laughs> it's
1: very rare to find people who are like not of the mindset that if I help you to get clients, I'm taking clients away from me. Like, I don't understand. Like, there are billions of people in the world, you guys. There are plenty of clients to share. And if you cross reference with each other, if you refer out, you are not going to be losing business. I cannot, I cannot stress that enough. So, by building the community here in Redlands, I mean that was literally all that I needed to do because one person led me to another person led me to another person and it's just been like this amazing domino effect and I I, I was telling you last month in January of 2023 I had my highest what do you call it like your highest sale yeah. month or your yeah. highest income mm-hmm. month and I've been working for myself completely working for myself since October Wow. So four months. And that was your highest And I was month. able to reach my highest gross income month yeah. or whatever you want to call it. Alex was like, like, you made this amount of money this month. Did you know that? And because he's watching the numbers because that yeah. kind of stresses me out. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. Like, you did that. Like, you were able to do that. You don't need to be afraid anymore. And I'm like, hmm, I guess not.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like,
1: we're here doing it. And. I can't. There are days that I wake up and I'm like, I'm like still in disbelief that I'm not, you know, going into work and punching. Like there are some days where I leave the office and I'm like, oh my god, I didn't punch out, and I'm like, wait, I don't have to do <laughs> I don't that have anymore. To do that. Yeah. I was like, clocking oh, out's
0: not a thing for dude. us. Well, it's a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. I mean, yeah, the you clock. have
1: to, you got to learn strong <laughs> boundaries in, in so, doing work for yeah. yourself. But it, I'm still like, I still catch myself like, oh my god, I'm not doing that anymore. Like, oh my god, I don't have to sign like trade shift sheets or sign request time off sheets like when I don't want to when I don't want to go into work I don't go into work when I want a day off I give myself the day off and um I don't know it's just it's such a it's a glorious time to be
0: I couldn't agree more Mm um okay so when you and Alex took a five-year break before that when you were dating him did he have his daughter already
1: yes oh yeah so uh uh Riley is now 10. She's going to okay. be 11. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, so when, she was pretty She was a little, little. one, yeah. yeah. I think when he and I met the first time, she was four and a half.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: And I didn't meet her back then. I was not ready for that. Yeah. And we had only been dating – we had been dating for less than a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew of her, and we hung out when he didn't have her because he had, like – he has, like, a 50-50 custody. So – yeah, she was really little when he and I first dated. Wow! And yeah, that was interesting because I I come from a divorced family and a and a blended family, and I always told myself never dating anybody with kids. Like I'm not <laughs> doing that. That experience was terrible for me. Sorry, parents, if you ever listen to this, but that experience was terrible for yeah. me. And I always told myself that I was never going to do that. But my God. I couldn't want. I just couldn't walk away from him. I'm like, there's some. I don't know what it was, but like my soul was just like, no, this is this is it. And yeah, during that five year break, it was like such a. It was a big growth period for both of us. Like, when he and I reconnected the second time, he was also very different Mm. in 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 so many ways. And I was like, ah, but it was. The connection was, I'm sure you you feel that, like you're with your high school sweetheart. There's there's just something that pulls you into, and even if you're like, but this is not what I asked for, like, it's in a completely different package. But over the last year, two years, he and I are celebrating our two-year anniversary next month, it was literally everything that I was asking for. I just, it was just presented in a different way, and- That has been a journey yeah. as well. All, so many big things happening in life. Like I entered into a I entered into a blend family and I went out and onto business on my own and I relocated and, like, I have a completely new friend group. Like I am not the same woman that I was a year ago. It's crazy.
0: Well, that probably is a reflection on why you're doing so well in your business.
1: Yeah, probably. Because in, in massage therapy, I don't know that if I had chosen a different field if it would be the same because massage therapy itself – changed me a lot Mm
0: -hmm.
1: meeting or I don't even know how to describe it learning being in the field and doing this work opened me up as a person in a very deep like spiritual way I was very broken and I was very lost and I was very damaged in so many things I had so much I had I had a very trying childhood I feel like it's a Scorpio thing like we we are tested <laughs> so much by life, major eye roll at life, but we are, like, some of the most transformative beings, I feel. Whenever I meet a Scorpio, I'm like, what kind of what drama did you have in life? What kind of right. baggage have you overcome? Right. Because I feel like it's very common, but massage therapy, like, I've always been this person. But because of everything that has happened in my life, I feel like I just buried myself and buried myself. Mm-hmm. And I was hiding and, and deflecting and not allowing people in. And massage therapy, like, cracked me the fuck open. Wow. Like, my heart and my soul and, like, the way that I show up for my clients has, in a way, been a way for me to show up for myself. Mm-hmm. And the healing that has come from being in this field, it has been... Wild That's and crazy, yeah. And in the last year, I've seen the most. And maybe it's because now I have this child in my life, and mm-hmm. it's like opening up this whole huge, different space within me. Like, having to take care of a child is no joke, no. even if it's only part time. I feel like
0: sometimes that makes it harder. You have to live like well, a double life, yeah. Almost.
1: No, girl, I tell Alex all the time, I was like, I feel like I'm constantly in flux, yeah, it's so bizarre. And But, yeah, it's, like, building, like, this resilience in me. And, like, don't get me wrong. There are days where I'm just, like, <sighs> white flag. <Yeah. laughs> I don't feel I can go on any longer. Surrender. I need help. <laughs> yeah, I need help. But massage therapy and, like, my job, it, it, like, it refreshes me. And, like, it keeps me going. And, like, even now when things get a little bit dark or, like, when I feel like I can't push on anymore or, like, when I feel like I, like, I don't know if I'm made for this life massage therapy and like my work just like reminds me again like no this is where you need to be like life is just a struggle sometimes and you just gotta go with the ebb and flow so I'm like all right I'm just riding the wave now yeah I'm just going for it yeah
0: I I mean I don't know if you have like any advice for bonus moms um or like any anything that you've kind of overcome with that or what that what that's basically like been in your life for, for well the past
1: couple years. Uh, I will say this: I'm getting on YouTube, I because of because of this very specific thing. I told myself like I've been through a lot. I can't be the only one that feels this way. Yeah. These things, yeah. and it's been a fucking struggle. Like I've never felt so alone. I've never been so in a relationship and committed, and like yes, this is where I'm meant to be. And felt so fucking alone like so like I'm doing this by myself so I'm like nope I'm gonna put this on YouTube and I know that there are gonna be people that resonate with this so I'm starting to put stuff on there but I would say going back to your question the biggest piece of advice because this has been the biggest thing that I have struggled with personally is if you're gonna start dating someone with kids you gotta have your shit together your emotional shit together Mm -hmm. like if you got mama and daddy wounds like you need to address that because if you don't address it the relationship will will illuminate all of the things all of the things like I had no idea I thought that I had gone through all my daddy issues and I thought that I had like healed this and healed that (laughs) and I thought I was so woke and whatever (sighs) the the kids are calling it these days I thought I had it all together Uh and then little by little blended family life started to illuminate all of my insecurities and Mm -hmm. all of my deepest fears and all of my fears of rejection and fear of abandonment and my issues with sharing and my issues with jealousy and I was like oh no like (laughs) the the wounds run so deep and I feel like it, it comes in layers like just when I feel like I've met myself at a level that I've never met myself before, it, there there's something else that needs to be revealed and healed and dealt with. And I feel like, a, I don't know, girl, I feel like I chose a life where I'm just like, okay, we're going to just be healing 24-7 <laughs> all day long, every day. We're just going to be healing all the things. But I feel like it's very generational. I feel like I'm addressing things that I've received from my mother Mm -hmm. and who my mother has received from my grandmother and so on like it it feels so deep I'm like I don't understand these issues why are they coming up and the more that I pray on it and the more that I sit with it and meditate with it I'm like oh this is not just mine and that's getting really woo woo but I've had to I've had to deal with this for like the last year and I'm like there's got to be a better way of of addressing what's going on here like I cannot be crazy and I'm not
0: no, I think your YouTube video, I, because things that you were just briefly touching on, I can resonate with, and I think you're gonna reach a much bigger audience than you're prepared for. I feel like you're gonna have a lot of people that are gonna be like, "Holy shit!"
1: Yeah, because Mind blown. <laughs> yeah, because like even though I have like, don't get me wrong, there's there's a lot of blended family situations that are toxic as fuck, and my heart goes out to the people that choose that life. Like my heart goes out to you if you're choosing to be with a partner, and. There is chaos, and there is drama, and there is bad blood, and there is toxicity. Like, my heart goes out to you because my situation is not like that, really. Yeah. I have a, uh, you know, the the mother of my, of our daughter is pretty chill. Yeah. Like, she doesn't give us problems, and her family is very sweet, and they welcomed me with open arms. Like, her mother, every time she sees me, she hugs me, and it's Aww. like, I want to cry. Yeah. It's, it, like, they embraced me, and it, and, and. That was not my experience at all. My experience was so toxic and so full of hate and my fam, like my parents, bless them and I love them, but they were not, they were not prepared for all that came with divorce and all of that. So I know that my situation is very calm in comparison to others, but like I still had to meet so many damaged and wounded parts of myself that in like I struggled hard in my own way so it's even if you have a an easy blended family life or like if the you know bio parent isn't there and like the child is super easy and like you feel like well why am I still struggling with all of these things like I have a really easy situation I don't understand it's so much more complex than Than they ever told us. Like I I had no idea that it was going to be like this. And I've wanted to give up many, many times. And I've wanted to just say fuck it and leave so many times. But I'm like no. Yeah. Like there's a reason that I'm here. And there is a reason that. Oh my God. I could go into so much detail. But like (laughs) I feel like Riley was my daughter in another life. Like I've had dreams about her. Oh
0: my God. Yeah.
1: She was in a dream that I vividly remember before I even met her. that gave me
0: chills Mm -hmm. and it was before me and Alex
1: started dating again I had this dream and I saw her and it I was just like who is this person like I didn't know and then I met Riley and I was like oh my god that is the little girl from my dream oh my god the goosebumps "Mm -hmm. won't stop yeah it was really crazy so I'm like I always remind myself like even when it's it's hard and it's ugly like I know that this is where I'm meant to be like like, we are digging deep into all of, like, the abyss, and we are shining light in all of the areas that have not been shown light before, and it's hard work, yes. but I don't know. This is just where I'm at. This yeah. is where I'm meant to be, and yeah. I'm, I'm just going to keep doing it.
0: I like that you brought up, to like, the generational kind of... Like um, baggage. Baggage, yeah, and just, like, how they grew up thinking is now what they portrayed and projected onto us, but that's not because they just naturally started thinking that way it's because their parents our Mm -hmm. grandparents thought that way and our great great grandparents and Mm -hmm. like it just goes down the line Mm -hmm. and I was talking about it my last podcast episode about I feel like it's really hard because I think I'm in a point in my like career that I'm breaking generational baggage or generational um, programming that you don't take risks and you do what you know mm-hmm. is going to be safe. Mm-hmm. Because back back when our grandparents or great-grandparents during the Great Depression and during all these time periods when money wasn't able to just be manifested or seeked out, it wasn't that easy.
1: Mm-hmm. And technology we, wasn't a thing. Technology
0: wasn't a thing. Instagram, Facebook, like Google, you know, like we have so much now and it's so hard because you weren't raised that way Mm -hmm. or if you were you should you should count yourself very lucky Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm because it's a very hard thing to try and relearn and then also now that I have a daughter how am I going to approach raising her and what I do and don't want to continue to pass on Mm -hmm. because just because I was raised a certain way does not mean I need to raise my child that way heck yeah girl (laughs) heck yeah
1: I'm like dude I'm doing all this work because the buck stops here man I am not giving any of this yes. bullshit to my kids. Yep. Like, Alex is breaking programming, too. Like, he's, he was so skeptical of me getting mm-hmm. into this business. He was, like, he, I don't think that he, he I, I honestly don't think that he thought that I could do it. I didn't think I could do it. And so when I, when we, when I showed him what I was doing, and when we had that, when he checked the numbers last month, and he saw how successful I was, he was just, like, uh, uh Okay, like he he brings all the skepticism into the relationship, and I'm like, you know what? That like I I get that, and and we all need to have like a certain level of I guess healthy doubt, but there are so like the possibilities now are so limitless because of what the the, the resources that we have, and because we're able to work so well as a community and because there's so there's so many ways that we connect with other people like the I'm really starting to understand that the possibilities are endless and I am like where can I take this massage business like what am I going to create with this yeah. because I'm going to go for it man like I'm going to I'm going to do and grow as much as I can because yeah I'm going to we're going to show our kids that yes. we can do it differently and you can be successful and it doesn't have to be crazy like my parent like the programming of you have to work hard to be successful is super outdated like don't get me wrong I bust my ass I work hard there are days where I don't put my phone down until like 11 o'clock midnight making content editing doing whatever arranging the schedule and doing this and doing (laughs) that like there is hard work but it it the the what you can get out of the work that we put in these days is, is completely different yeah. than, like, you don't have to, you, we can take our business to where we don't have to be there and we're making money in our sleep. Like, that is the age that we live in, guys, and we need to, we need to make the most of it. Like, yes. we have all of these resources we need, and that's what we're going to do.
0: Yeah. I love now, because I grew up very close to my grandparents. And so I think maybe that's why it was even more strongly engraved because it like skipped from it was not just my mom like I heavily had influence from my grandparents or heavily had um, someone in my ear that's mm-hmm. very old school mm-hmm. which nothing wrong with it back then but now that's just like not it's not I don't the want case be, man mm-hmm. I don't want to be anywhere associated with that mindset mm-hmm. but I love now because I do things in my business and I like like I go and I open my like the brick and mortar and I'll talk to my grandparents about that and my grandpa was like wow like I'm proud of you and I'm like that was probably very hard for him to say because of how much doubt he had Mm -hmm. but I'm also educating him I'm Mm -hmm. changing how I think I'm gonna change how I raise my child because I don't want my daughter growing up feeling the pressure I did Mm -hmm. or the doubt I did but also I'm I'm educating my grandparents who feel like they're probably done being educated they're like we don't need to learn anymore but I can tell some things happen and they're like holy crap like life is different Mm -hmm. life is very different now
1: yeah my grandparents (laughs) my grandmother one of my grandmothers lives in Argentina and when she hears about what I'm doing she's like what like (laughs) she's really living in the third world part of the country she lives in like a really small rural town and my aunt and my grandma are living over there and they're doing their own thing and they're like since we've left like you're a completely different person like you're doing so many like they are like I can tell that they're still in shock yeah and like when I tell my mom she's a nurse so like they're very like about that structure and about you know the Mm -hmm. nurse life Mm -hmm. she is also very like well when's the next shoe gonna drop kind of energy like when is this all gonna blow up in her face kind of energy Mm. and I don't see that happening no And And if
0: it does, it's not going to stop you.
1: Oh, right. It's just redirection. Like, that's just, I'm, like, anything that is, like, it's protection and redirection. If things blow up or if things don't work out, it's just because you're supposed to be going in a different direction. That's, I fully believe that. Now I'm just, like, I'm going wherever life takes me.
0: Yeah. And I also think growing up, too, obviously, back then, they didn't have podcasts. They didn't Mm -hmm. have motivational speakers. Mm -hmm. Like, that was kind of, like, a joke Mm -hmm. probably back then. Oh, for sure. And now that's, like that like makes or breaks our success mm-hmm. i think hearing things like i don't know who's said it i'm sure a million different people on podcasts have said it but like things aren't happening to you they're happening for you mm-hmm. and it's like just rewiring how our brain thinks when things like that happen it's all about like protection and redirection like mm-hmm. i've never heard that and i love that mm-hmm. because it's so true if you think about it like poor me why me then that's how your life's gonna be and
1: you're gonna get poor me why me yes
0: yes or I was listening to a podcast and she was saying, I hate the, the term, when it rains, it pours. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> like, and I'm, I have to tr- like re rewire myself. Cause I would say that like, mm-hmm, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. you know, bad thing, death happens in threes, bad things happen, oh you know, and like yes, certain, certain stereotypes. And it's like, no, we can break that. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't have to be the way we think. It doesn't have to be poor me. Why me? It can be okay. Yeah. Why me? But I'm gonna figure it out. Mm-hmm. I'm not just gonna, I'm gonna sit use and, this. yeah, wallow in this
1: self pity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the and it the the real blessing behind technology is now we have this ability to see other people succeed in ways that we have not been able to see other people succeed. Like yes. now that we have technology, we are able. And that's why I want to get on YouTube because I am not special. There is nothing about me that makes me particularly great or like I don't have any superpowers I'm not like Wonder Woman in disguise like there's really nothing special about me but if I can do it other people can do it yes and I am hoping that by sharing my story and my success and the steps that I have taken and all of the flops along the way that other people will they they will they can see like oh if Lauren can do it I can do it too and like if I can help someone to follow their dreams, like, just even one, because if I had had me 10 years ago, dude, I don't even know. I'd be, like, president or something. I don't know because <laughs> it, it the, the amount that I have learned and the amount that I could have taught myself back then, I don't even know where I would be. So if I can just help someone to believe in themselves, even just a little bit, and to take the leap into whatever it is that you want to do, like you can do it. You can do it. We can do it. And we don't have to struggle and we don't have to suffer and we don't have to go to work at a job that we hate and we don't have to waste our time. Like, life is so precious. I feel like having a child in my life these days has really shown me that, like, shit changes. Like, in six months, she's, like, a completely different child. And, like, it's, like, a a tangible, like, I can see that a lot changes really quickly. and if we can like help each other to like believe in ourselves and like our dream and like if you want to open a freaking Etsy store or if you want to open a pop-up shop or if you want to start your own business or if you want to buy that expensive camera and be a photographer because it lights you up like you need to do it you need to do it. And I, I strongly believe that by putting our stories out there, yours included, like expanding into San Diego, <sighs> bless, bitch. That is like so exciting because Thank I love you. that for you.
0: Oh. And
1: by watching your success, I know that success is possible for me and possible for other people. And yes. so by putting it out there, that's why when you're like, should I document this? I'm like, yes, bitch, <laughs> you should document it because Absolutely. I want to see and everybody wants to see. Because if we can see it, it allows people to believe it. Yeah. The believing is seeing is believing and if you believe that you can do it anything is possible 100 for sure so yes we're 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 putting it out there all of our flaws and all of our flops and all of the <laughs> yes. cringe and all because it it, it is really going to help people to believe that they can do it too yeah. and, it's, and it's cringy for all of us it, it sure it, it is. really is it's hard for all of us it's a lot of nitty-gritty work for all of us but if we can do it anybody can do it for absolutely. sure
0: absolutely absolutely i love that The point you made about like, there's nothing special. There's nothing. We weren't set up and just handed like this. I'm the daughter of an
1: immigrant. My mom was born in Argentina. Like, if I can do it, you can do it. I had nothing handed to me. I was not served anything on a silver platter. We just worked hard and had like, I wanted to do it. So I did it. Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to let anybody tell me that I couldn't. And that I I feel like a lot of us are missing that. Like, Mm -hmm. we weren't taught that we can do it. We weren't. We weren't shown the way, or like we weren't given the confidence, or I don't know what it is, but like we can do it.
0: Yeah, and I think surrounding yourself with people truly makes a huge impact on that. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, just like changing the people that you have conversations with. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know gotta find truth. your tribe.
1: Yes, like the 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 thing where they say the people, the five people that you surround yourself with the most are the people that like that is that is who you become yeah like you are you really you need need to choose your friends wisely and if (laughs) and if people don't believe in you you need new friends we will be your friends
0: absolutely hit us up
1: yeah hit us up (laughs) like follow subscribe be my friend i love you (laughs) we are here for you. yeah let me hold your hand yes literally 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 let us hold your hand hand while we while we do this crazy scary journey together because no it's scary like girl i can't imagine the nerves that you had opening your san diego location like they're still there
0: i feel like getting on conversation like getting on the topic and like discussing things with you and other people as well helps me mask those nerves. But then I sit alone and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh, my doing? God. Oh, my
1: God. Sitting alone, I'm like hyperventilating because yes. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, oh, can we please? I need to. This is a conversation that I want to have with you because I'm sure it's a little bit different for you. But I get um, uh, a little bit kicking myself in the ass because in in our in what we're doing, I feel like you can tell me if you agree with me or not. but I feel like in our industry following our gut and our intuition is really big. Yeah, and there's a big difference between the intuition and the mind, mm-hmm. right? Like when we're sitting with ourselves and our and our shit starts to go spiraling, like that's your mind. But like when you really thought about expanding into San Diego and when you saw the location, like you felt it here or yeah. you felt it here and you're like, yes, like this is this is the next step. Like if I, I I've already done it in Redlands, you've mastered it here. You were able to fill your sweets. San Diego is just, it's just another Redlands. Like, there is no, there's absolutely no reason why you can't do it. And, like, I, and the reason I want to speak on this is because I made, I made a very expensive decision earlier this year that has flopped hardcore. And specifically for our industry, I feel like word of mouth is very important. Like, meeting you changed the trajectory of my business in this area meeting ally meeting chelsea completely changed the direction and that felt good that felt right like i was like i'm meeting the right people it feels really good in my body i know that this is the right decision and there was another situation that came up um with someone that was offering me like i don't know what, what i want to call it because i'm not gonna throw them completely under the bus but mm-hmm. a marketing opportunity mm. a very expensive marketing opportunity And I will say it again. I started working for myself in November of 2022. We are now in February of 2023. And in that time I signed a contract with a marketing company and it has been a complete flop. And it was a, it was a couple thousand dollars that I put into this, this opportunity and zero return. I've seen no clients from this specific opportunity. And And I knew it. I knew it. I knew the moment that I made the wrong decision because I was in lack mindset. I made the decision when I was in lack mindset. I didn't give myself the opportunity to really think about like, is this something that I really want to do? Does it feel good in my body? And I feel like in our industry specifically, we really have to make intuitive decisions we can't make super logical decisions like yeah use your brain a little bit like really think about the decisions that you're making and like the investments that you're going to be making and about the people that you're going to be working with but in and I'm gonna moving forward speak for myself in my business and in massage therapy it really needs to be intuitively led because I feel like when we think too much in the mind and in the ego we make mistakes and girl It was a big mistake. And I've learned from it. Yeah. You know, like I'm nearing the end of that deal and I'm going to put it behind me and I'm going to take the L and it's going to be fine. I'm going to continue moving. I'm in it. You know, I'm still here. My business didn't go under or whatever. But it was a huge like that was a huge financial investment that I could have been putting in so many other things. Yeah. And. I'm just really urging if you're in the beauty industry or if you're in the massage therapy industry or anything kind of similar to really think about where you're investing your money because investing in our industry is not the same as investing in other industries. I learned very quickly like marketing is not the same Uh, who you do business with like for one company does not work for our industry like it is really it is so, so very different the the amount of traction that I have received from word of mouth it like that's where it's at Mm -hmm. like I've in I've had to invest no money in meeting people and working the markets or like just making relationships and talking to people like that literally cost me no money and I feel like that's a big thing like I feel like massage therapists if they want to get into business for themselves they feel like they have to invest all this money and you really don't no Please don't make that mistake and think that you have to have, like, thousands of dollars to put into whatever to start your business. Like, you really don't have to. Just make friends. Yeah. Just talk to people. There are so many massage therapists that I talk to that I'm like, well, if you feel like you're not growing, have you talked to people in the area? Like, have you gone to other small businesses and, like, asked if you guys could do, like, cross-referencing or cross-marketing? Like, have you gone to meet other People like other massage therapists in your area, like, are you networking? Are you making those connections? Because that is where – that is where I have succeeded. And I really want to stress that you don't have to put a lot of money in to to at least grow your audience into who it is that you're trying to reach. And please, for the love of God, use social media. It's free. (laughs) It's free and it's very, very helpful. Like, you do have to get – pretty tech savvy like I've had to learn a lot of things and I've had to like do Google certificates and I've had to educate myself and watch hours and hours of YouTube to learn how to make YouTube banners oh my god <laughs> it's been such a journey but it's been free yeah relatively it's been relatively free and yeah. I think the only thing that I've really invested money in that has actually like done anything for me is Canva yeah bless Canva I love you sponsor I me I do yeah sponsor <laughs> but yeah, I really need to stress that we you do not need a lot of money to do this. You, you Oh my god. <laughs> and and if you and if you wanted to, if you want to talk to me about that, please message me because I've already talked to a few massage therapists about where they're investing their money and the ideas that have come through. I'm like, "Oh, I don't think that you should do that. Like maybe try something else." So, yes. really think about and sit with yourself and meditate on the, the decisions that you're making because don't make decisions when you're afraid or if you're in like lack mindset because you will, you will make mistakes that yes. you will later regret. Yes. Don't be like me. <laughs> learn from me. Learn from our mistakes. Yeah. yeah. Don't do, a, don't, don't do as That's I do. That's what we
0: need. We need a podcast episode of just all of our flops <laughs> and just learn from these. Dude. Yeah. We will help you make I agree. better choices. I agree.
1: Because that, that was a very expensive mistake that- yeah that yeah yeah I shouldn't I shouldn't have done that but you know it happens yeah we we are learning we're like I feel like that's another Scorpio trait is trial and error I feel like all of the Scorpios that I know have done so much trial and error so if you're a Scorpio out there I feel you I feel your struggle
0: I feel like too I don't know if it's a Scorpio thing or it's just my thing I need to do the trial and I need to
1: like yes oh my god you cannot tell me no no. Alex tried to tell me. He's yeah. like, maybe you shouldn't do that. And I'm like, like but it could be so bad. good. Yeah. I was like, oh. Like, so you don't believe in me. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, oh, so you don't think that I know how to make the right decisions? And I'm like, oh, I don't know how to make the I decisions. I don't You right,
0: babe. I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah. Like- no,
0: it's hard. I touched on last episode, too, about imposter syndrome <laughs> and how I had my first like real life experience where I actually realized in that moment that I was experiencing imposter syndrome And it was the shittiest feeling on the planet, so I We could
1: totally do a whole episode on imposter syndrome. I would love
0: to, like, have an episode where I'm having a conversation versus just me explaining my experience, because it was so shitty, and thankfully I listen a lot about imposter syndrome. I listen and learn a lot about imposter syndrome, and I've tried to kind of teach myself about that, and I know it's out there, and I know it exists, so when that happened to me, I was able to kind of combat it a little bit and research what I need to do in order to overcome it. That's why community
1: is so important. Like having this type of community because imposter syndrome,
0: that literally is like,
1: (laughs) yeah, it will, it will destroy like it, it's so many, so many times it has almost been like, I'm going to quit. Like, I don't think that I can do this. Mm -hmm. And that would obviously be a huge mistake because I love what I do. But imposter, the, the ego is loud. The ego yes. is so, so, so loud. Yes. And it's purposeful. It's trying to protect you, but the, the ego doesn't know the right thing for you. The ego just wants to protect you, and it is programming. Don't listen to the voice in your head. <laughs> don't listen to the voice don't in your it, head because the voice in your head is not the truth. You really got to – like, oh, my God, girl, imposter syndrome is – I think I just experienced, like, hot, heavy imposter syndrome last week, and I was like, oh, my God, like, am I really supposed to be doing this? Yeah. Like, am Like, am I making a huge mistake? Yes. And I'm sure we're going to experience that f- throughout the whole –
0: our, the the whole, whole journey. Yes.
1: Until till the day that it is no longer the journey anymore and we're retiring, I'm sure we're going to feel it. So, yeah, you got to get, what did you say earlier? You got to get really comfortable with being uncomfortable. Absolutely. Because the imposter syndrome is going to try to talk to you a lot. Yeah. And you got to not listen so much.
0: Yes. Mm. Well, I think that was a really good convo. I feel like I learned a lot. And Dude, yeah. I think the listeners are going to really, really enjoy this podcast episode. I love it. This was really, really good. We I definitely know. need, like, part two, three, four, five, six.
1: Because uh, I think... Yes.
0: I definitely don't see our relationship going anywhere. And I just can tell, like, within the next six months to a year, there's going to be so much more to talk about.
1: Dude. And so
0: much things that are going to change. Mm-hmm. And probably for the good and most likely for the bad, too. Mm-hmm. There's going to be both. Mm-hmm. So, it definitely will be more episodes with Lauren on it because this was fun. I know, it's so
1: fun. <laughs> so,
0: um, Lauren, if you want to give your Instagram, if you know it off the mm. top of your head, and then I'll put it in the show notes too so everyone can, can mm. follow you. And then um, you have your YouTube channel too so I can Dude, put that in the show I notes know. too. But if you want to tell them what your Instagram is so cringe, can find you. <laughs>
1: um, very cringy for me. Uh, being seen is a, a big imposter syndrome uh, thing for me. So you can find me on Instagram, my business page is Luminescent Empath, and that's also my YouTube handle, I guess is what you would call it, Luminescent Empath. I try to have, like, my photo the same on all across all platforms because the catfishing and the fake accounts mm-hmm. is really crazy, so I try to make everything match. Um, you can also find my personal page where I talk about bonus mom life and, like, all of my personal growth because your girl is, like – a chameleon and also a snake I'm shedding skin constantly but that is lightworker underscore Lauren and those are the only accounts I have I believe I'm on TikTok but I don't use it because I'm I'm a 90s kid and I can't get with all the trending nonsense but yeah Instagram and YouTube are where you can find me and where I'm the most active and where I'm I'm the most authentically me and cringe. And I love it. Glorious.
0: I'm here for all the cringe.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm
0: constantly cringing at myself. So it makes me feel better that <laughs>
1: someone else is You too. do. I'm constantly. I'm like, we're going to post it. And uh, you know what? It's there. And then we're just going to deal with it.
0: Or just going to, or just not. Yeah. Just pretend it didn't Yeah, happen exactly. I my post life. things and
1: I'm like, I'm going to walk away now. Yeah. No, if- literally.
0: I'm not going to look at my phone for the next two hours because mm-hmm. I don't even want to see mm-hmm. or be reminded. I just posted mm-hmm. what I did.
1: <laughs> do the, do the cringy things because do cringy. we'll do it together.
0: Yeah. And that's when I think the most growth happens. <gasps> yeah. When you're like, ooh, was that a good option or mm-hmm. was that a good choice? And mm-hmm. then the universe tells you. Yes. Doing things out
1: of your comfort zone is like 100% the best thing you could do for yourself.
0: I agree. Well, thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day to listen to us. I had so much fun recording this podcast. Yeah, me too. And I will see you guys next Monday. Bye. Woo!